guess who's back, 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 back again, it's me, your favorite podcast that you've only heard once, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's already a mess, love that for me. So, hey guys, I'm back for a second week, I bet some of y'all didn't think it was gonna happen, cause some of y'all be praying for my downfall, y'all don't want this to happen, you know what, I get it. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about the things that I want to achieve while in this quarantine, social distancing, epidemic, pandemic, which today I learned, by the way, is a controversial, uh, those two words are like controversial wording because different people have different meanings for the word. According to my parents, anyway, that could be total bollocks, but you never know. So today, yeah, I want to talk about things that I want to do in quarantine. And I'll also be doing another album, which I think I might do the album first because I haven't listened to this album as much as I did listen to um, Future Nostalgia last week. I listened to that album over and over again. But I feel like this album I haven't listened to as much. That doesn't mean I love it less, but I haven't listened to it, listened to it as much. So... Today we're going to be doing Rina Sawayama's debut album, Sawayama. Let me just do a little bit of background information of how and when I heard of Rina Sawayama. So I first heard of Rina Sawayama when all the all the gays on Twitter were bragging about this new chick. And I was thinking, oh, the gays have found another one. They found another one to stand. And I'm, oh, it's not, it's going to be generic pop. I can feel it. So, I was like, I didn't really give it a chance. But then on a whim, I think it was 2017, 2018. I can't remember when she dropped her Rina EP. I was like, on a whim, I was like, okay, I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. I listened to it and I was I was pretty impressed. It was pretty good. I liked it. I was like, Rina, I want to see more. As Rupert would say, Pearl. Your denim look was denim. Oh, I didn't. I didn't do that right. So okay, let's do that again. Pearl, your denim look was denim. Okay, that's better. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I stopped saying um. I'm so sorry. I'm a flop. Did I even say that I was um? Jenna Marbles is like impersonator that's less funny and just takes all of her, all of her jokes and just make her just not funny anymore. I'm so sorry, Jenna. <laughs> But yeah, so I was impressed with uh, Rina, her debut EP, and I wanted to see more. And then she released Cherry, and I was like, okay, pansexual queen coming in. Uh, but then I heard the Cherry acoustic version on the piano. I don't remember if it was like an acoustic or if it was like one of those MTV lives, but I prefer that to the actual studio version. Her voice is just, oh, it melts her mouth. Oh, her mouth. No, her voice is like melted butter. <laughs> Barbara Streisand just came out of me. <gasps> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but then she kind of went radio silent for like a good year. And I was like, okay, Rena, bye girls. See you whenever. And then I think it was November of 2019 that she released SDFU or Shut the Fuck Up as the lead single off her upcoming debut album. When I first heard it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's metal. It's like full on metal with like a pop hook and chorus. 
So I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. So I kind of overlooked it. And then just before the album came out, like two or three weeks before the album came out, and I'd have been listening to the singles that she'd released before the album came out. I think it was XS, Comme des Garçons, and Bad Friend. Was it Bad Friend? Oh no, it was Chosen Family. Chosen Family, that was it. And I was like, I was just obsessed with SDFU, point blank period. I was just really enjoying it. So yeah, let's get into, after that's my background knowledge on Rina Sawayama, let's get into the album. I'm sorry, I had to click on it again. And I hope when we're doing this, we don't have any interruptions from Miss Lexi. Okay, she did turn on. I was like testing it to make sure to see what, what um, Lexi with an A on the front would um, activate with. Because, you know, last week we had Lauren Haregi interrupting us. Um, I want to stop saying um, ra. So, yeah, I really don't want her to interrupt again. So track one is Dynasty. And another disclaimer, this album is like metal pop. Like there are some songs that are pop, pop. There's some metal pop. There's some metal. This album is really versatile. And I was so into it. Like you wouldn't get me listening to a metal song. You just wouldn't. But Rina Sawayama does it in a way that it's comfortable for me to want to go into it so okay as i was saying track one dynasty it it comes in with this electric guitar and i'm telling you i was like oh this is haunting beach this is going to be such a good intro to their album and then her sultry vocals came in and you just melt into your chair you're like <gasps> and she's talking about how her past has sort of like is sort of wearing her down and weighing her down and she's she wants to move on but she's sort of talking about I think it's sort of talking about family issues and the weight of family problems maybe the stuff about her sexuality and stuff like that which by the way I did write down on my notes of what I wanted to to talk about was self-identity and and queer queer politics and stuff like that I don't remember how I was going to slot that in How's I going to talk about that? I don't remember. If we, if I can start it in, I'll start it in. But I have quite a lot of things that I wanted to talk about today. I don't know if we're going to get them all in purely because there is a lot on here and I wanted to get through a lot today of the things I wanted to do in quarantine. So yeah. Okay. And then back onto Dynasty. <laughs> My God, me sidetracking again. <laughs> so back onto Dynasty, it gets into this the pre-hook and the chorus is when she when she says like I'm a I'm a over and over again. It's like that's when it sort of transcends into metal pop, and it just works. And when she's actually saying Dynasty and she's falsettoing, oh my garbage! And she's saying, um, "If he, if I fall, would you catch me?" Oh, I relate. I don't. Nobody likes me like that. I don't think anyway. If you do, please let me know asap. As soon as you know, let me know, because chances are I'm probably in love with you too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's all I want to say about track one, really. I don't really recall the bridge, but I think it's just more perfection, I'll be honest with you. Okay, so track two, excess. Oh my God. This is like the first song that I was 
I instantly loved on the first listen, like, instant. It has that Britney Spears 90s pop sound, but at the same time, it doesn't sound like Britney. This is so Rena. This this is her. This is her voice. This is her sound. She made it her own. And it starts off. I don't. I don't want to say. What's the phrasing? The intro. I don't want to say Oriental because I. Oh, I don't want to get cancelled. I'm so sorry. But I don't know what to say. It comes in with this Asiany influenced. Is Asiany bad? Oh, I'm so sorry. I really don't want to offend anyone. But it comes in with this gorgeous sort of. Is it like a a vocal distortion? It sounds sort of, um, Eastern. And it's stunning. And then suddenly these, this um, harsh sounding guitar comes in. Oh my God, why did, I, why did I say it like that? Oh my God, I need help. It comes in and she's, she comes in full force saying, hey. And I really can't talk about the song just because I love it so much. To be honest, I think this might be my... Sorry, I just heard a noise. I'm terrified. Because it's 3am... And I'm terrified. But yeah, she comes into this pre-chorus. Give me just a little bit more. And she's obviously talking about um, capitalism and excess, like literally ex- the excess of what people have. She's talking about Tesla, Calabasas, Cartier, all these big brands that people are obsessed with. And she's talking about she wants it and she she can't get enough of it. I don't think she's taking it literally, but she's... It's it's a take on on capitalism, isn't it? So, and then she talks about similar things in verse two, and then we get into the bridge. Oh my god! I envision myself in a meadow or a field, and it's windy, and the grass is like blowing, and my hair is blowing in the breeze, and she's to- and she's singing, and I'm looking around like I'm looking at like a lover that's just shown up come back from war. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's all I want to say about excess. And the music video, love it. Rina has this way of making videos look easy to make. Like, I feel like I can make that, but it still looks high budget. Is that offensive? I'm so sorry, Rina. I'm so sorry. But it was such a cool concept. And the swamp monster that was funding, like, these, like, telecast programs where they like promote things and they're getting it from this like swamp monster down below and it's painted in gold you know how did you look pretty and scary at the same time give me a tip girl i want to know you know what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah that's what i want to say about excess so stfu pure metal with the with the pop hook um i already talked about this so i'll talk about details of this song that i really love I love when she's laughing and then it goes straight into like a, a vibrato. I've been trying to replicate that for a good three weeks now and I don't think I've done it justice. See, I think when I'm wearing my headphones that I'm doing it justice and I'm not sure if that's because they're noise cancelling and I can't hear my own voice or I'm actually just killing it and I am a vocalist, which if you want to know a fact about me, I have seven grades in, in um musical theatre. Yeah. I was about to say vocalism. That's not a thing. Uh, musical theatre. I got six distinctions and one merit. I love flex of that, even though it doesn't really mean a lot. <gasps> oh my god, Lexi just turned on. I don't know why. Oh, that was terrifying. I was scared she was going to play something. I was like, please don't ruin this for me, girl. 
my friend's going to be filtering the audio for me and I don't I don't want him to have to deal with that like <laughs> we don't want another mess thank you um okay so yeah I, I won't go too much into that because I feel like I could ramble on about anything all day so track four Comme des Garçons in brackets like the boys oh my god this is a runway song I have been at home every day for about two months now on my own all day and I will go into the lounge and say hey Lexi okay she didn't turn on say hey Lexi play Comme des Garçons by Rina Sawayama and I have flaunted it around my lounge to the disgust of my cat that sits on top of the sofa but it's fine I was living my fantasy you know and every time at the start when she says is it on I mouth that I have to have to mouth it so oh quick side note I want to talk about their album cover of Rina Sawayama Rina Sawayama's Sawayama debut album oh my god this album cover is my favorite of the whole year who is Chromatica? Dead, died, leaking, I guess. It's leaking. Stop leaking it. Stop it. <laughs> Miss Sawayama's album cover. Stunning. Stunning. Oh my god. The gold, her earrings, the glow effect of her earrings. Stunning. What? Her makeup? Oh, I was so shocked. I had to look up the uh, makeup artist. I was like, who is this talented bitch? I want to know who that is. I want to be friends with her. But it seems that she's actually quite a famous uh, like makeup artist. So that ain't going to happen. Uh, the nails, the gold nails, stunning. Her hair, stunning. Rena herself. This bitch is pretty. Stunning. Beautiful. Never been done before. <laughs> She's so gorgeous. So Comme des Garçons, yeah. I just love it. I love the I love the little shriek she does. And it's not it's not a shriek, but it's like a woo! <laughs> that was so ugly. And um <laughs> in the after chorus. It's great. And she says, Don't fuck with me, ho. Yes. Yes, bitch. I was here for it. I was here for it. Okay. Let's move on from that track because we're already 14 minutes in and I'm, I'm I'm not even halfway through the album and I've got so much to get through today. But I did say I was going to try and make this uh, a longer one today, so that's fine. Track five, Akasaka Sad. Is it Akasaka? Akasaka? I'm so sorry to anyone that knows how to pronounce this properly. I don't mean to do it intentionally. I'm so sorry. So yeah, this one, I could clearly... I could, uh, I could clearly hear Clarence Clarity on this track. He's the... He's the uh, co-producer main producer i think rena did do some of the production but he's he did some of the some of it and you can clear it you can hear it most clearly on this track it's a weird pop synth sort of sound you can hear it you can hear the weird synths i'm not really sure what she's saying on this track uh i think it just it is what it is like she's feeling sad in this certain part of of uh, tokyo i looked at what akasaka is it's a a residential part in Tokyo. So I think she's just talking about being sad in that part of Tokyo. I think it might have been a hotel that she stayed in because she didn't want to stay in her, her family home. I did my research, you guys. I did do my research. Yeah. 
So yeah, I love the production. I actually just love this track. I didn't actually like it at first. You know what I really love? I love the small little details at the front, at the start when it's like like the little bit of Japanese. I'm pretty sure is what it is. Oh, I love it. I just love when they do like little interludes at the start. It really just it warms you up to the song. I can't remember who else did it. It's like when Lana Del Rey does the things like at the start of Thirteen Beaches. The intro is a little bit long on that one, but when Lana says. I don't, belong, I don't belong in the world. That's that's what it is. Like that kind of thing. I love that kind of thing. I don't know why. I'm just a sucker for being artsy. Well, thinking that I'm artsy anyway. Paradise in track six. This one is not my favourite, but I love the message. I, think it's my, I don't think it's my least favourite because she just exudes happiness. Like, she's living her best life. Uh, I can imagine... I'm pretty sure when I was listening to this, I was thinking, I was imagining myself passing my driving test and driving into like a, a new city that I've never been to before and just sort of saying I'm living my best life. I think I was thinking about my friends. Oh, I miss my friends. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I miss my friends. So yeah, I'm just going to skip over that one to, to save a bit of time because it's not my favourite. Let me have a little sip of strawberry ribena. Sorry if anyone heard that. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to my friend that has to filter the audio. So yeah. Love Me For Me. This is another track that isn't my favourite, but I don't dislike. I don't dislike any of the tracks on this album. There isn't a track that is bad or filler. There isn't any of that. I think there's just ones that speak to me less. Although this one should speak to me. There's other ones that just speak to, like, the sound and the, and the content lyrically just speak to me more. This one should, though. I don't know why it's not, because it's about self-acceptance and stuff like that. And she just loves herself. She's accepting herself, and she says that you should accept, you should accept yourself for who you are. Oh. Oh. Maybe that's how I could slot um, queer politics and self-identity in that. People always ask me, how do you feel? What's your identity? And I've always just said, I'm Harry. Let's let Harry, gay boy, that's what I need to know. That's all I need to know. I don't subscribe to these femininity and masculinity. I've always been told recently by a good friend that I come like I have a good combination of both. And that was that was it for me. That's all I all I need to know. He's messaging me right now. I can see. I think he just finished his league game. Wig, okay. <laughs> um so yeah. God damn it, you really <laughs> He's just a recording podcast. You really caught me off guard there. How dare you? Um, okay, let's move on to Bad Friend. I love this track. The instrumental, oh my God, it's so soft, yet kind of piercing at the same time. And I love the lyrical, con- lyrical content because it reminds me of my friends. I miss my friends. Talk, you're talking about making fun of your lovers. Oh, I miss my friends. We would get on a bus at, like, ridiculous times in the morning. Well, they weren't that bad, but for me, they were. It was, like, 10 a.m. No, ma'am. I, I, I can't be bothered to do that. So, um, oh, I, we would get a bus and go to Birmingham. Oh, we would just shop all day. It reminds me of when we got approached by the random guy who was trying to promote something, and we were just like, bitch, cut the fuck out of here. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Uh, oh, it makes me miss my friend. And the chorus, when she says it's slow, oh, I love it. And I'm sorry if I was talking to the side of the mic there. 
uh, I just get to talk about my two best friends in the whole wide world. You, you two know who you are. E and H, H and E. Oh, I love you guys so much. I miss you so much. Oh, oh I miss them so much. It makes me want to cry. Like, I can't. Okay. I don't want to talk about that one too much because it is making me actually quite emotional, which sounds really like disingenuous, but it genuinely is because I just, I just miss my friends so much. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. Next track. It's an interlude called Fuck This World. And it is what it is. It's an interlude. Like, I would listen to it. Oh, I can't remember what this one sounds like. Shit. I'm so embarrassed. What if Rina listens to this? She won't. But what if Rina listens to this? Oh, fuck. Fuck this world. <laughs> I, oh, I'm so sorry, Rina. I'm just going to skip over it. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm free. I'm having a mental block. I am. But who's going to save you now? I know this one. Because this is one that I was listening to, listening to today because I thought it was going to be one that I l- overlooked. But it's not. This is a song that I would cardio to. I would do my cardio to this. When they're all at the start, they're shouting, Rena, Rena, Rena. It's like a stadium sort of thing. Yes. I would be like getting ready to run and getting into a jog because I'm a cardio runner. I say that. <laughs> that that's a big stretch. <laughs> but yeah. And the chorus, who's going to save you now? It reminds me of the whole theme of this song. It's another metal-ish sort of song. I'm pretty sure the fuck this world is kind of metally as well. Metally, look at me. <laughs> Offending the whole metal listening community. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, my voice cracked. I'm so sorry. That's so gross. Ew. So, yeah, he's going to save you now. It reminds me of that song that says, I don't give a damn about my, my um... I don't give a damn about my reputation. Yeah, that song reminds me of that. Which is, a, it's just, it's a look, it's a match, it's a vibe. So, love it. I, I really do. And I thought I was going to overlook it. And I love the bridge of the song. It just goes in. It goes in. Track 11, Tokyo Love Hotel, is one that I would need to be in a certain mood to listen to. I feel like I would listen to this when the sun is setting and it's like an orange sky. That's so like weird of me to say, but I think some people out there will get it. Surely. You have to be in a certain mood to listen to a song. Point blank period. Oh, it's sad. It is. I don't remember if it sounds sad. I don't think it sounds sad, but uh, lyrically, I think it's one of those things where it's that meme of like the black house with the, lyrics and the pink house with the production on it. It reminds me of that. Y'all y'all people know what I'm talking about. I know you do. Track 12, Chosen Family. I love this song. I believe Rena released the chords this early and did like a fan thing. Which by the way, I'm fully into the Rena Sawayama fan base now. I've been watching all of her um her like videos on YouTube. I'm I'm one of the pixels, you guys. I am a pixel. Are they pixels or pixel? I'm a pixel. I'm a pixels. I'm not really sure, but I am a Rina Sawayama stan, and I will be for the next billion years. I'll be listening to our, her, her next stuff with great anticipation, because this is a good album, damn good album. It probably will rate up there on my albums of the year, which when we get there, I'll be doing a full thing. I know I'm going to upset some of y'all with my Halsey views, because I know some of y'all hate Halsey and I don't know why, because I loved Manic. I really did. 
So back back into the chosen family because I'm rambling again. I love that she's talking about. I'm pretty sure she said that this song is about her and her queer friends, and she's saying that although they don't share biological DNA, she feels that they're close enough. And when she talks about how, like, take off your coat, does she say take off your coat? But she says she says something about welcoming you into her home and things like that, and taking your coat off and stuff. Similar lyric content to that. I don't remember the exact words, but oh, it's it's really relaxing actually. It's really soothing, genuinely. So, and the production, oh my god, it's it's similar to Bad Friend, but in a slightly more stripped back kind of sense. So again, it gives me that feeling of thinking about my friends and how I can't see them. So yeah. Last track on the album, 13 tracks. Taylor Swift is shaking. I love 13 tracks. Oh, I love that. 13 is my lucky number. I love that. Snakeskin. Oh my God. First listen, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Second listen, kind of vibed. Third listen, obsessed. I... Read us how we are. Sampled Final Fantasy Nine. Final Fantasy Nine. If you're a gamer, did, did you know that nine out of ten gamers are gamers? <laughs> she sampled Final Fantasy. I. I'm going to listen to this song as soon as I finish this podcast and I check through the audio. Actually, I don't think I will check th- through the audio because I've got my friend. He'll do that for me. <laughs> so yeah. Snakeskin, this track is about, I'm pretty sure anyway, I didn't do too much research into it apart from the um, Final Fantasy sample, is it sample or interpolate? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. This song is about artists like giving music out into the world and them shedding their skin for you to live in their world for a couple of seconds. You know what I mean? Like their pain is our their sort of experiences of whatever they're writing about is for for us and they're giving it to us to experience so and the chorus is it's snake i'm a snake skin over and over again and that's it's sort of like it repeats how many times how much how much she is sharing to us as listeners i just love her oh i i feel again that i had so much to say when i was thinking about what i was going to say I feel like I've let myself down again in not saying enough, but it's fine. I can always, as I said, it, it's a, I'm, I'm a work in progress. This podcast is a work in progress. So that's fine. And the album ends with, I'm pretty sure it's Rina's mom saying something in Japanese. Uh, and I don't know what she's saying, but what whatever it is, is hella soothing. So it's a great album ending and i watched an album like look over and he said he wasn't so sure why this was the closing track and to be honest i know exactly why and i wasn't shocked to hear rena sample final fantasy because she did a like an interview i don't remember who it was with was it pitchfork no i don't think it was but she did an interview and she was talking about playing final fantasy because she was quite poor when she was growing up if i remember correctly i'm so sorry if i got it wrong she's quite poor and she would play on a I don't remember what concert it was, but she would play a game, essentially, and she would have some sort of escapism, and she was playing Final Fantasy. I can't remember which one it was. I don't remember which one it was, but I do know 
I do know, so I have some knowledge of Final Fantasy. As a Final Fantasy fourteen gamer, I do know some things. <laughs> okay, we are 27 minutes in, and that is my Rina Sawayama's Sawayama debut album overview. Can I just say that I really enjoyed the album, I'll say it and I'll say it again. Great debut album. It doesn't get much better than that for a debut, really, it doesn't. Beautiful album art, beautiful songs, beautiful music videos. She's having an era, and it's all in this quarantine time. Which means, going on to quarantine time, things I want to achieve in quarantine. Number one, finish my poetry, like my anthology book. I, for the past year, year and a half, have been writing a poetry book. Come for me, I'm cringe. I don't care. I've been writing a poetry book called Adolescent Politics slash Teen Politics. I haven't decided if I publish it, I will have to decide. No one's going to publish it. I'm a clown. But if it ever did, if, if it ever did get published, that's what I would call it. Because it's, it's a collection of my of my teen years, essentially. I started writing poetry as a way of coping with my OCD in about year eight or year nine, year ten, sometime around that. And I was writing down stuff that I was feeling at the time. Some of the earlier poems that are from the earlier stages of my adolescence, because I'm almost I'm almost like out of that stage now. I think I don't remember the what's what's is actually the adolescent stage and what and when it ends. I don't remember, but I'm gonna say I'm almost I'm almost out of it. In the earlier parts, the poems are a little bit they're a little bit edgy, scratchy, a little bit um, screamy, a little bit scratch my face kind of thing. So I think I might need to go back and polish some of those. But I also have really great, well, really great, but I also have really great concepts on some of the later ones. Like I have a poem that I wrote recently called A la Maison, or A la Mason, however you pronounce it, <laughs> which is about many things actually surrounding a central theme, I guess. I don't want to go into it too, too much because I want to do like a poetry reading one day of my favourite poems. We also did a poem called um, Demonology, which is a concept I came up with because of one of my favourite albums right now, Grimes, which I stupidly said I was going to do my podcast when Grimes released her album, and I didn't get around to it. But Misanthropocene, probably my album of the year, just wait to the end of the year, or to a certain point where I always say I want to do like an album list so far. Like, maybe in July, I'll do like an album my favourite albums so far. Kind of thing. Maybe I will. Maybe Miss Gaga will release Chromatica by that time. Gaga. Make it happen. Your shit is leaking and I feel so awful for you. Just, oh, it's a mess. I feel, I really feel for her. But yeah, finished my poetry book. <laughs> what did I put? Um, I wanted to edge in this joke. But I don't remember how I was going to edge it in. Do you guys know that guy that imitates Lana Del Rey? <laughs> and does like... I sort of felt like that when I was talking about this. Because when I'm writing poetry, I sort of get into this like he- headspace that's sort of really ethereal. So the, I'm the sort of person that says, Writing short stories in Paris with a croissant on my plate. The stars twinkle, but the planes go faster that kind of thing and you know that guy that imitates Lana Del Rey <laughs> that kind of thing um so yeah I want to finish I want to finish my poetry book I have a good amount of poems 
but a lot of them aren't finished. A lot of them are concepts and storylines that I want to weave into poems. And a lot of them are like a stanza of a poem. And that's about it. So I need to finish it. I do. And I have really good ideas. And I wish someone would listen to me like a publishing company. Delusion by Jinx Monsoon. Delusion. <laughs> I think I'm good, but I don't actually think I am. Maybe I am. I don't know. It's hard to judge without anyone's sort of critique. Okay. Second thing I want to do in quarantine is grow out my hair. I have always had the shortest hair ever. I let my hair grow to a certain point and then I would buzz cut it. Well, it was it was basically a buzz cut. I think it was a bit longer than a buzz cut, but it was basically a buzz cut. Buzz cut season. Oh, Lord. Lord, release your album, girl. <laughs> but yeah. I, then I would let it grow for about four weeks and then I'd get it cut again. And people always tell me, oh, Harry, when are you going to um, grow out your hair? When are you going to do it? I think it would suit you. I was like, no, nah, I kind of like my hair short. But then I've, as I've got older, I've kind of disliked it when it was freshly cut. I loved it when it was in, like, in its mid stage. And I've grown over the past maybe six months to really love my hair when it's long. Because I found this way that if I blow dry it, it stays up. And I think it looks really cool. I kind of like it. And while I'm at home, this is a perfect time for me to grow my hair. No, no If it's bad, no one's going to see it. Speaking of hair, I had a dilemma. I have like, is it another, what do you call it? Electric razor, yeah. I, I don't know why I was going to call it a shaver. Okay, I guess it is a shaver, but I think the more correct term is a electric razor. I usually pluck my eyebrows. Okay, no, my cousin usually plucks my eyebrows for me because she's like a beautician. Well, kind of. She's talented in beauty related things. And she usually does my eyebrows for me but that hasn't happened so i have been shaving in between them because i have really i have naturally dark hair and i get like a bit of a unibrow it's disgusting i pluck it as soon as it's gone usually as, as soon as it grows i usually pluck it but i just i think in the moment i think it was yesterday or the day before the day before that in this quarantine time day is just blended into into each other I don't even know what day it is right now never mind i do it's 3 a.m on a friday because i want to get this out in the morning <laughs> for everyone to listen. Um, See, so yeah, I was shaving in the middle of my eyebrows and I was watching a video on the side. I think I was watching an episode. I'm so sorry. Trixie and Katya's web, web series. I always rewatch them like every other day. So I was rewatching one of, one of those and I was looking over and I shaved off the end, like towards where the eyebrows, like in between the eyebrows, like one of the ends on that side. I cut not cut, I shaved the end of one of mine off. <gasps> I was mortified. But to be fair, that side of the eyebrow is my worst brow. And it's that part that annoys me because I think it makes my face look quite asymmetrical and I want a symmetrical face because I think that's the reason that my face looks asymmetrical sometimes from certain angles. People tell me that my face is symmetrical, but I beg to differ. But, um whatever so yeah then i had to balance it out on the other side and i kind of like it is it bad that i kind of like my eyebrows they're kind of shorter in length now which kind of looks weird on my face like i almost don't recognize myself because i have longer hair than like i've ever had that's not true when i bleached my hair i didn't didn't cut my hair for ages but i've had really long this is my longest time with brown hair so yeah 
it's just a really weird experimental time for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the next one is learn how to do the splits. Not like not like the box splits, but where you wait you, you know Taylor Swift when she does that split in the in the in the delicate music video. That's what I want to do. Ever since I saw her slide down that car in in the delicate delicate music video <gasps> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Sorry. Um in, ever, so, ever since I saw Taylor Swift do a split in the delicate music video, I wanted that to be my life now. So I have been looking up, I said I was going to do it about two years ago when I met a guy and I told him, he was like, ooh, that's going to hurt. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I never ended up doing it because I wanted to like do it for the summer and show off and make it like a cool party trick for a party and stuff like that. But I never got around to it. I never did it because I'm not that naturally flexible. I'm not. Bones. That's bones, Cindy. It's bones. Me, when my friends fall for another skinny white boy. You know who you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want, I've been looking up recently some stretches that I can ease myself into it. But I'm scared, like, what if I break something and then I'm home alone and no one's there to save me? You know what I mean? But I'm going to do it. I will I will do it. I will find a way to do it. Even if it takes me, like, two years, I will find a way. Trust me. Because I've been doing these, like, workout videos because I've been so swarmed with work recently. Teachers said, you ain't leaving the house to go run in. You ain't, you ain't leaving. They've been sending me so much work. I've been doing these little workout videos that this guy's been putting on YouTube. They're quite popular, actually, so you've probably seen them. But I've been doing those. Sorry, Beach. Just kicked my cat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I... So, yeah, I'm going to try and do the splits as well. Really interesting goals, Harry. You're really teaching the children, really teaching the kids. Okay, next one. Learn to somewhat dance. Now, this one was inspired by me about a week ago when I put on... I was watching Drag Race Season 8. Shocker. Me watching Drag Race. Shocking. I was watching Season 8 because Season 8 was the first proper season that I watched in between when Season 11 was airing because I got into it during that time. I'm a new, I'm a new fan. Well, newish. But now I'm fully in depth and I have my knowledge, so don't underestimate me. Don't. Because I, I will end you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I was watching Drag Race season eight and it was Layla McQueen versus, oh, I've got a name. The girl who won Miss Continental. And the, the song that they were lip syncing to was applauded by Lady Gaga, released Chromatica Zoom Beach. And I went into my lounge when I was making like a cup, like a cup of tea. And I danced to applause. I said, Miss Lexi, do not turn on. Okay, she didn't. Miss Lexi, play applause. And she did. And I was like, I'm not, I don't, I think I could, if I was lip syncing for my life, I don't think I'd be awful. Because I was copying um, Layla's moves when she does that, that jump onto the floor and like shakes her hair and it looks really cool and badass. To me. To you. Oh. Okay, Chuckle Brothers. Um, come on, Chuckle Brothers, you better work. <laughs> Ew. I hate it here. I hate me. I hate everything that's going on. With 39 minutes in, I told y'all I was going to make it longer. I told y'all I was going to make it longer. 
I knew I could do it. So, yeah, I want to learn how to somewhat dance. I don't know how I'm going to go about that, but it's on my list of things to do. You know, I will somehow make it happen. I don't know how, but whether I have to watch like basic choreography videos, but I want to make it happen. I want my Britney Spears pterodactyl T-Rex movement realness. I want that. <laughs> okay, next thing. Be less scared of horror movies. This one is really abstract because I watched two horror movies back to back with two of my really good friends. They're like, what's some of my favourite people? One of the guys is doing the audio for me, so thank you for that. <laughs> I think I've mentioned you too many times. Um, so yeah, we watched, first thing we watched was The Witch, which is my thing, my brand. Like satanic shit, talking black goats. <gasps> That's a huge spoiler. Sorry, Beach, if you were going to watch that. <laughs> But yeah, um, witches, satanic shit, rituals, that kind of thing. I I, I just love the um, I I I I I I I I Nicki Minaj reference right there. My stammer coming through. Sorry about that. Um, so I just love that period of time. I think it's like uh, maybe medieval. No, it's like late fifteen hundreds. I think it's set. Maybe I'm not really sure. I'm going way too much into it. And the second one we watched was Hereditary. Oh my god. I was shook. I thought that little girl was going to be in it for way longer. No. She's barely in it. No spoilers. I won't try and spoil it, but never mind. I don't care. I'm going to spoil it. The bitch gets her head knocked off in a car. And (laughs) that took a really quick turn. Oh, just like just like the brother when he <laughs> hit that deer. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I want to be less scared because the end. I was so scared that my friends were teasing me, saying, "It's coming." Do you have your lights turned off? Y'all ain't funny. It's not funny to make some fun of someone who is already scared. It's creeped out by this by culture. But I was thinking about it. It's such a cool plot. Like, oh my god! Like. And the girl from The Handmaiden's Tale is in it. The girl, the old lady. About to say hi, but that's really mean. So, sorry, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's sort of all I wanted to say, really. The horror movies thing was something I wanted to slot in there. Because I didn't want to make this too, too long. I think I said everything I wanted to say. And I didn't want to make it more than, than 50 minutes. And it's around 42 minutes, so... I didn't want to make it less than 30 because I was told by a friend, he said that he would rather it be more, slightly longer than 30 minutes. So these episodes are sort of going to be in between 30 to 40 minutes. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to say, I hope I bring you some sort of entertainment for these 30 to 40 minutes. Damn, I messed up my intro. I think I have a good intro for next week. I think I do. And if you have, if you know me, you'll know that I have a good like quite for thirds <laughs> it's not really difficult to realize if you keep up with with the sort of references that i make so yeah i'm gonna end it there thank you for watching watching <gasps> i'm gonna try and start getting these up to youtube and i i've got alerted today that we're now on apple podcasts yay we we <laughs> 
Um, I couldn't get it up for the first week because they have to approve it for some reason. I don't know why they think I'm some sort of crazy person <laughs> who would think that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's whatever. But we got we got approved today, so that's that's good. I'm really glad about that. And I'm gonna try and maybe get these up on YouTube. I'm still unsure of my logo. I had my friend make a logo for me, and I was playing around with that concept with, with like with that sort of logo. I was playing around with it. I'm not quite happy, but I do kind of still love my current logo. Let me know what you think. And let me know what you want me to talk about next week. Because I thought about talking about my my romantic experiences, which is not I just wheezed, that's disgusting. I need to take a drink. Um I was gonna talk about my like experience in romance, which isn't it's very limited. Like it was it's all been unrequited sort of sort of, that sort of thing. Um but I don't really wanna talk about people that maybe don't want to, don't want to be talked about. That makes me sound so dramatic, but it's not. I just don't want to dish out any sort of bad laundry. Like for instance, I almost dated someone that was politically involved within the county. I don't want to throw him under the bus or anything. I do, but I don't. So let me know what you want to see next week. You who messaged me so sweet and said that you really liked my my podcast for the music. You know who you are, and you messaged me. You sent me a long ass message. That was so cute. You're a really good friend of mine. You're so sweet. We, me and you always talk about music. I hope you know that I'm talking about you because that was so sweet. I was ah, oh, that warmed my heart. You, I hope you know who you are. If you know, if you know it's you, message me about it because that was so sweet. I was ah, oh, it melted my heart, gal. Honestly, we're not super close, but when we when we talk, we always talk about music, and you're you're sort of the people that's on a similar musical like interest to me. So yeah, you let me know what what album you'd like me to listen to, and I might do it depending on if I want to do it. <laughs> I'll do it. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really hope you laughed or cringed or oh my thumb just clipped. Ow! I hope you laughed or cringed or found something entertaining out of it. So, but I'll, I will see you next week for some sort of mess again. <laughs> anyway, see you guys next week.